You're listening to episode 140 of the Room to Grow podcast. I'm Emily Goff, a podcasting coach, lifestyle entrepreneur, and a Canadian with a sense of curiosity and adventure, always asking more questions and using stories to connect with and positively impact others. Here on the Room to Grow podcast, we're going deep into big topics like relationships, mental health, business, confidence, lifestyle, personal development, and entrepreneurship, and being open, honest, and real about how to learn from tough lessons along the way when life throws you into the unexpected. I bring you thoughts and guests with stories that will change the way you look at the world and yourself so that we can learn from each other and grow with lots of self-love and compassion every step of the way. There's always more room to grow. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Room to Grow podcast. Emily here with one of the special Saturday biz uh, slash podcasting episodes. And today we're talking about the biggest mistakes to avoid in podcasting. And I'm going to be straight up with you. These are not the ones that you'll typically hear about. If you Google, because after I came up with the ideas for this episode uh, that I'm going to walk you through, I Googled just to see if anyone else had come up with these. And a lot of the ones that I saw had nothing to do with anything that I'm about to list here. So these are ones that you're going to want to pay attention to because these are the things that a lot of people aren't necessarily talking about uh, nearly as much as some of the more basic stuff. And this is really going to, if, if you can avoid making these mistakes, and we've all made these mistakes, but if, if you can avoid making them as much as possible, this is going to help you out in the long run, make your podcast much more appealing to people who want to tune in and give you a huge amount more credibility in the podcasting space too, which is super important to help you stand out because so many people come to me, they're worried that the podcasting industry is saturated and it, it really isn't. I've gone on about a lot of those numbers before, especially compared to things like blogs and YouTube and, and all of those types of things. Podcasting is very much in its infancy, but if you can avoid making some of the mistakes that I'm going to talk about today, it's really going to show that you are taking it seriously and that you're being a professional about it as well. Super, super important. So one of the first things, one of the first areas that I'm going to, to touch on is there are a lot of mistakes that can be made when it comes to dealing with and interviewing a guest. And some of those I got into uh, on a previous episode about how to book and interview guests. I'll make sure to, to reference that one in the show notes. But I want to talk about a couple things that can really come up during an actual interview as well that are definitely to be avoided. And I want to make you aware of them. So the first one, do not interrupt your guest. Do not interrupt your guest. Yes, I have talked about this on the podcast before. Yes, I am going to continue to talk about it again <laughs> because it is the most irritating factor, one of the most irritating factors for me. Um, I have been interviewed where a host was interrupting me constantly. And to paint you a, a picture of how this makes me feel. And I don't, I, I can only speak for myself, but about how this makes me specifically feel, but I have talked to other people who, who've said that they feel basically the same way. I am relatively slow to anger for the most part. If I see, you know, like major injustices happening or things like that, then I'm, I can become aggressive quickly and, and speak up rapidly. Uh, perhaps that's my Enneagram type eight coming out, which we are going to be talking about more on the podcast, uh, in an upcoming episode. So keep an eye out for the Enneagram personality test uh, episode. Anyway, however, overall, I'm pretty slow to burn. I, I don't typically anger very quickly, but nothing makes me ragey 
faster <laughs> than being interrupted constantly, uh, especially on a podcast interview. Because as, as the guest, you are, you have a lot going on. You want to make sure that, that you're offering lots of value, that you are answering the questions, that you're, you're listening really closely to the questions to make sure that you're staying on track. There's so many things going through your head. And if you're constantly being interrupted, it's very difficult to keep that complete thought. And then it's going to make you as the guest sound not great either. So it's not a great idea. For another thing, it's very hard to listen to. I have also gotten a bit ragey <laughs> when listening to podcast interviews where the host is constantly cutting off the guest. And it's, I, I am annoyed on behalf of the guest typically. And it, it makes for a very poor listening experience. And I have been known on more than one occasion to actually just turn off a podcast interview. And then nobody is, is benefiting. No one. Then I, as the listener, am not getting the most of whatever message was being shared. The, you know, the guest isn't getting to share their message. And the host is not looking great in the eyes of anybody for interrupting. So it's so important to not interrupt your guest. And this, this can be tough. This is a practice. This is something that I will still sometimes struggle with at times. Sometimes I will tell clients as well, just put yourself on mute. If it's, uh, if it's an interview as opposed to a, a live interview, if it's an interview over Zoom or Skype or whatever, sometimes on Zoom, I will actually mute myself if I am tempted to say something before they're done speaking. And it's a little bit different with every guest because sometimes guests will, will just naturally pause longer between thoughts too, but that's okay because I would rather have a little bit of dead airspace than to try and fill it and potentially cut somebody off or interrupt them or you know uh, completely change the, the conversation when they were in a really great stream of thought than to have just a little bit of dead airspace. And you can always edit that dead airspace out too. And trust me, it's not going to sound nearly as awkward as you think it is. And your guest, I speaking as someone who has been a podcast guest many times, I would rather that there be a little bit of, of dead airspace that might seem awkward for a second or two rather than being cut off continuously. And I know that we can all get excited. Trust me, I have been there. We can all get super excited about a topic or about you know, the person we're talking to or get super into it. I understand that. I have been there so, so many times. But we have to understand that this interview is about the guest. It's not about you. And when we're constantly interrupting, it's giving the impression to both the guest and the listener that we as the interviewer are more important that our story is more important. What we have to say is more important than our guest. If what you have to say is more important, then why did you bring a guest on? Let them speak. Please let your guest speak. Okay. This is a huge, huge mistake that I hear in podcasting. And it's something to be incredibly cognizant of. Something else that is a really big mistake in podcasting is you are not there to just shoot the head, shoot the shit. You're just not. Uh, if, if you are asking people to tune in and to listen to you, you need to make sure that you're offering value. Um, if you know, you can talk about random shit for maybe five minutes, max, max. But after that, that's not why I tuned in. 
And I find that it, uh, not always, it, it can be with solo episodes as well, but it tends to be more often in episodes where there is either two people, like, like a, a co-host situation, or more than two people, you know, like two, two plus. And they get into a conversation and they're just kind of shooting the shit about, um, you know, their weekend and what they did last night and whatever. And that's, that's great. That can build, you know, camaraderie that can uh, help your people get to feel like they know you a little bit better. All of those things. But it's interesting to me that there, and, and I, I will not name it, but there's one particular podcast that I listened to one or two times because I thought that they had some really great information. And the, the two co-hosts went on and on and on about random ass shit in their lives for a minimum 15 minutes. It may have actually been closer to 20. And I thought that maybe just that one episode was a one-off. I'm like, okay, maybe they just had things to talk about. It's fine. I listened to another episode. It was the same thing. <laughs> and since then, I have had multiple people bring up to me that, you know, with that they're coming to me looking to start a podcast and they're saying, you know, I, I, I want to make sure that I'm offering a lot of value and, and stuff like this, because th this is the kinds of people that I attract is people who want to offer a lot of value. And I love that because that's what I'm all about. So these are the people that I'm attracting and they're coming to me saying, you know, I really want to make sure that I'm offering a ton of value. And I want to make sure that, you know, th there's this one podcast that I've listened to before where the two hosts just talk about nothing for 20 minutes. And it's the same podcast <laughs> and it just, that is not what, what anyone wants to be known for. That's not what anyone wants to be known for because it detracts from the fact that I, I think that this podcast actually does offer a ton of value. You just have to get through that first part. So if you are going to design your podcast in a way where you are going to have that chunk of time where you're just shooting the shit, then make sure to tell people up front. So, or, you know, if, if that's what your audience really wants to hear, great, go with it. That's fine. That's fantastic. But I find that most people are tuning into podcasts because they want something out of it. They either want to be told a story. Um, there's all kinds of podcasts where, it's, I mean, we're, essentially we're all storytellers, but it could be stories like I know uh, there's a lot of like crime podcasts and, and murder mysteries and stuff like that. So it's like a full blown story. Or we want to be given a lot of value in the form of, content that we can consume, you know, actionable steps that we can put into place, something like that. Right. And if you were just going on, 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 on about things in your life for no particular reason, that's not going to be very helpful to anyone. I have seen one or two podcasts where if they, they do decide to kind of do that random shoot the shit, like what's going on in our, in our personal lives kind of thing for the first few minutes, then at least they put in the show notes the, the time breakdown of, you know, if you want to skip over this chunk of it and go straight into the main content of the episode, this is the time to skip to. And then great, that's fine. Then at least you're giving your people the option of skipping ahead as opposed to people then just giving up and going, okay, well, I don't know when we're going to start talking about anything useful, so I'm just not going to listen at all. So something to be really, really careful of. It's, it's something that I don't see it happen too much, but when I do, it's very glaringly obvious that it's not what a lot of people are tuning in for. So something to be uh, aware of for sure. When you're putting a podcast episode together, you really want to make sure this kind of ties in with, with the whole shooting the shit thing. 
you want to make sure that you have a clearly defined purpose and goal for that episode. So for example, your title should be able to fairly accurately sum up the point of the entire episode. And I mean, this is a good test. You know, what's the takeaway? What are people going to walk away with? How are you going to have some sort of impact on someone's life? Those are the kinds of things that you want to be thinking about when you're putting together the title and tying it in with the actual points that you made in the episode itself. That's super, super important. Something else, this comes up a lot. This one is, is more common, is sound quality. We all know that sound quality is, is really important and terrible sound quality, like to the point where it's actually irritating and hard to listen to. I am absolutely not about perfection and the sound is certainly far from perfect in my own episodes. I am the first one to say that, especially since coming to Bali and recording all over the world and having less control over background noises where I record, all those types of things. But it's still your job to maintain sound quality as much as you possibly can, as much as you possibly can. I have run into issues and, and honestly, every podcaster is going to run into issues with this uh, at one point or another. I did an interview uh, a couple of weeks ago where there was some, some fairly heavy clicking noises on my guests end at the beginning and the end of the episode. But honestly, the, and, and I did everything I could to try and iron out the sound quality and you could still hear it very obviously. Um, but the interview was so good that what I did was I put a disclaimer at the, the front of the episode, the very beginning of the episode. And I said, listen, this is the situation. We ran into some sound issues, uh, on the one end you will hear some clicking at the beginning and at the end, but for the, the most of the chunk of the, the entire episode in the middle, it's fine. So, you know, stick with me, like make it through the, the first little part and it'll be okay. And to me as a listener, whenever I've listened to podcasts where, where the, the host has said something like that, I'm encouraged by it because it also indicates to me that this isn't standard. Because think about it, lots of people are going to be coming into your episode potentially for the very first time, especially if it's a guest interview and your guest is sending their people over to you to listen. You don't want that impression to be left that that's how all of your episodes sound. But if people understand that this is unusual for you and that that isn't typically how it is and how much amazing information is in that one episode and this is why it's worth listening to anyway, then I as a listener, I'm usually totally down to listen. I've done that lots of times. And, and again, this is a fairly common issue. You want to minimize it as much as you possibly can, of course. And you don't want this to be happening on a regular basis. If it is, then, it, then your sound is something that you need to take a closer look at. But when it does happen once in a while, because they're, you know, we're using technology and technology fails us sometimes. So when those situations happen, just be honest with people. Just let them know, hey, here's the situation. Sound is a little shitty in a few parts. Um, but the information is incredible and the guest is amazing. And I really think that it's, it's worth listening. Let them know, just tell them, just be honest with them, take responsibility for it, take ownership for it. And you're good to go. That's really all people are looking for at the end of the day. So you want to, to maintain your sound quality as much as you possibly can. And, but don't let perfection hold you back either. I mean, you guys have heard, I've, I've done a couple episodes now, both episode 139 and episode 130, um, 130 with uh, my guest Tom McClelland and uh, episode 139 with my guest Sarah Silverstein, both here in Bali, and I'm calling them kind of like my live Bali sessions, and we recorded them outdoors at my villa by the pool. You can hear some of the sounds of Bali in the background. 
but it's fine. Like it's not, it's not excessive. There, there aren't major sound issues, anything like that. And it kind of creates part of the experience. And I also let people know, you know, it's not something that happens every time. So that's just something to be aware of. Uh, something else too, if you mention something in the episode that needs referencing, and especially if you actually say it's going to be referenced, please do so. It's, it's really frustrating if you hear something that, you know, you really want to go check out or something like that. And then you go look at the show notes and they said it was going to be there and it's not. And again, I am not perfect on this. I'm raising my hand over here. I have absolutely had this where if I've gone back and listened to an episode, I, I will hear myself say, or my guest say something in the episode was going to be in the show notes. And I'm like, oh shit, I didn't put that in the show notes. So then I have to go add it to the show notes. So yes, of course there will be oversight sometimes, but as much as you possibly can, try to make absolutely sure that you're referencing everything that you say you're going to reference in the show notes. Super, super important. And the last one that I, I think is honestly the most important is don't make the mistake of letting yourself believe the lie that you have nothing good to say or that no one will want to tune into you or that everything has already been said. I can hear the same thing 50 times until that one time where it clicks. Just, just that one time. And we've all had this experience. It can also be something like, you know, when, when, um, someone really close to us will tell us something over and over and over again, like a spouse or, or a parent or something like that will tell us to, I don't know, eat, eat our vegetables <laughs> over and over and over again. Right. That's totally a parent thing. So we hear that so many times, but sometimes it can take years before we actually realize the importance of eating vegetables and why it's so important. And hey, you know what? We actually feel really good when we eat vegetables. Like that's just one example, of course. But there's so many things where, where we can think of this and someone else can say it to us dozens of times. But until we hear it that one particular way or from that one particular person, it doesn't quite click. It doesn't quite make sense. And then it's like that, that light bulb moment that we have when, when we hear it the exact way that we needed to hear it. And we absorb it in the exact way that it needed to be absorbed for us. So don't ever fall for the lie that everything has already been said or that you don't have anything important to say. You don't have anything of value to say that, you know, you know, why are people going to, to listen to you? They're going to listen to you because they want to listen to you and you have important things to say and you have a completely individual and unique set of experiences that no one else in the world has. And therefore you can explain things in a certain way or take a particular perspective that nobody else can, can match identically to you. And that's so important to remember because this is what holds people back from starting podcasts the most. A lot of times people will come to me and, and they'll tell me that, you know, it's the technology that's holding the back, um, that they're worried about the editing, the, the sound quality, all of these things. And all I end up seeing and hearing is the perfection coming up. And when we peel back the layers, it's almost always much more about the fact that they're actually terrified to start to share their voice and to share their message. And they're worried that nobody will, will want to listen. Why would anybody want to listen to me? All the imposter syndrome comes up, right? And I just did an episode about that a, a few episodes back too, that I'll also reference about imposter syndrome and, and how to, to pull yourself out of that. But typically that is what is at the root of all of these issues that we have. 
And it's really important to recognize it because when you recognize it, then you can catch yourself in it and go, hey, that's my fucking perfectionism talking. (laughs) That isn't me talking. I know that I have value to offer. And if I keep waiting for perfect, it's never going to happen. You will never start a podcast. You'll never do any of the things that you want to do or achieve those big dreams that you, that you have. If you are always waiting for perfection, nothing will ever change. So instead, focus on progression and also recognize that this is a learning process. And I'm giving you information like this on the mistakes to avoid when podcasting because I want you to be able to skip past some of these things. But to go into it with the confidence knowing that you will be able to deal with whatever gets thrown your way. So I hope that this has hopefully relieved you a little bit of maybe some stresses around podcasts. I may have also added to your stress, but I'm hoping that that's not the case because these are all things that can be learned. These are all mistakes that every podcaster has made at one point or another, including me. Trust me, I'm probably higher up the list. All of these mistakes have been made and you probably might still make some of these mistakes, but hearing these things that I'm giving you, it's going to make you much aware, much more aware of them much quickly. My, oh my goodness. I, I can't talk today much more quickly <laughs> so that you can start to sound like a professional. You can really start to up your game when it comes to podcasting so much faster. And that's going to be amazing, not only for you, but for the people tuning in to listen to you and all of the incredible value that you're bringing as well. Okay. So if you want to check us on the past episodes, jump over to roomtogrowpodcast.com. All of them will be uh, referenced over there in the show notes. Some ones that I mentioned today, because when we reference things in the show notes, we, in the episode, we always list them in the show notes whenever we can. So jump over there. You can find all the other episodes that I mentioned and lots, lots more. If you're looking for some inspiration, I just have so many incredible guests. Um, and I, I do whatever I can to share as much value as possible about a lot of the things that I've learned along the way as well. So we'll be back on Tuesday and talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to the Room to Grow podcast today. I'm so incredibly grateful that you took the time because it means the absolute world to me. For any references in the episode and all show notes, be sure to jump over to roomtogrowpodcast.com. And if this episode touched your heart, it would mean so much if you would take a quick second to hit subscribe, write a review, and share on social media or with someone who really needs to hear today's message. It makes such a difference to keep this podcast going so that I can continue to bring you amazing content and absolutely incredible guests. Be sure to tag me over on Instagram at Emily Goff Coach so that I can thank you in real time for listening and connect with you. We're back every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday with brand new episodes, and I am looking forward to growing with you.